Hello, friends. My name is Hannah, and you are listening to She Reads, They Eat, a podcast for all of my fellow literature lovers or for anyone wondering what they should read next. I cover all kinds of reads from children's book to classic literature to science fiction and fantasy. I read, you listen, and my Patreon community sends 90% of their proceeds to the hungry, thirsty, naked, sick, and needy. The other 10% is used to bring you even better content. Most of my podcast is free to listen to, but for as little as $1 a month, you can join my Patreon community for exclusive content. Thanks so much for listening today, and let's dive right into today's reads. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of She Reads, They Eat. So today, I actually wanted to dive back into the scripture, and I decided that something that might be kind of fitting with my podcast is some thoughts I've had lately on the... Um, Good Samaritan. So, reading about that some in a book, reading about it in scripture, and I just wanted to share those thoughts with you. I think my plan as of right now is that the first Sunday of each month will be a day that I record a, um, excuse me, will be a day that I do a biblical scriptural podcast. So hopefully you all stay tuned for that. If you you can listen to it as early as Sunday, if you are a um, Patreon member, and if you are not, then my Sunday episodes are free, and they come out uh, usually Wednesday afternoon on multiple different platforms. I'm not sure if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Anchor Podcasts or Podbean or you know, uh, Rocket Podcasts, it comes out on a whole bunch of them. But um, if you are one of my Patreon members, please feel free to share after you've listened to this with your early access and encourage others to hear it with their early access as well. But I just want to dive right in. So I thought the Good Samaritan, that kind of the background behind it is given in three out of the four Gospels. But the full Good Samaritan story is only found in Luke. So I actually wanted to start in Matthew uh, chapter, I believe it's chapter 22 here, verses 34 through 40. And I wanted to read this, and then I'll read the chunk out of Mark as well. And that kind of gives more background to the Good Samaritan story. So it says here, But when the Pharisees heard that he had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. Then one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question, testing him and saying, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So that is the chunk in Matthew 22. I believe in all three of these, he says this, this is the greatest commandment. You shall love Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And the second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, So we're going to flip to Mark chapter 12, which is 
which again, which is the first commandment of all. And this is in Mark chapter 12, verses uh, 28 through 34. And I like how this one ends. The one of the scribes came and having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Which, by the way, is being pulled from Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 and 5. That's what he's quoting. This is the first commandment. And the second like it is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So the scribe said to him, Well, said teacher, you have spoken the truth, for there is one God, and there is no other but he. And to love him with all the heart, with all the understanding, with all the soul, and with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself is more than all the whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Now when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. But after that, no one dared question him. Which I thought was a great ending that Mark noted. It was just, they were, whew, we barely made it through that argument. We're just, we're just going to drop it, not, not bring that back up. Because, ooh, we barely held our own there. <laughs> so, I'm going to read the actual uh, parable of the Good Samaritan here. That's in Luke chapter 10, starting in verse 25. So I plan to read that share a couple of thoughts from a book that referenced it in its conclusion, and then share some of my personal thoughts on it. And that will be the podcast for today. So, Luke chapter 10, verse 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this, and you will live. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Um, I do want to pause there to note, wanting to justify himself. It's an interesting motive, or motive excuse me, in wanting to know who his neighbor was. I like that Luke pointed that out. Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him he passed by on the other side. Likewise a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, He who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. 
Now, many of you may know that the significance of this story is that the Samaritans and the Jews not get along. So for a Samaritan to see a Jewish man on the side of the road and to take care of him, when the Jews own people, especially a priest and a uh, Levite, people who were literally in the service of caring for people, just as one might say, or often does say, that a person in the church uh, does, or a pastor does, or, you know, a congregation, or I'm sorry, a group like Salvation Army, you know, so it's essentially like an employee from Salvation Army and a pastor both walked past this man, but his enemy stopped and took care of him and that's part of the significance of this story and the level of compassion that we see in the Samaritan and I think Jesus is very purposeful in using that uh, analogy. So I'm going to be reading to you just a little bit uh, as I don't want to hurt any copyright laws so mostly just a quote here or there from Compassion Living in the Spirit of St. Francis by Ilya Delio. And I've really learned quite a bit from Ilya Delio. It says on the back of her book that she is a senior fellow at Woodstock Theological Center, Georgetown University, and the recipient of a Templeton Course Award in Science and Religion. She is the author of numerous books, including The Humility of God and Franciscan Prayer. She's part of the Franciscan Order. And she's a co-author of Care for Creation, a Franciscan Spirituality of the Earth. So this is what she writes. There is a story Jesus tells us in the Gospel of Luke that embraces the meaning of compassion as I have tried to explore it here. In the parable, a priest and a Levite pass by a victim abandoned at the side of the road. They each see him, but neither one is moved to help. Instead, each one passes by to the other side of the road to avoid contact with the, vi uh, with the victim. The compassion of the Samaritan is not a fleeting sentimentality, but a profound emergence of care from identifying with the other, a scene that moves him to identification. Where are we in this story of the Good Samaritan? On which side of the road do we travel? Francis of Assisi was once the Levite who passed by the victims of suffering, the lepers, and then he crossed the road to become not only the Good Samaritan, but the leper himself. It was not an easy crossing, and Francis had to persevere through the difficulties of conversion, of turning from his self-centeredness toward God-centeredness. Now, if I hadn't clarified well enough, she's talking about Francis of Assisi, who's a well-known saint from um, Italy, which is where Assisi is. And if you don't know much about him, I would highly recommend looking into his life, um, as he was really one to learn compassion from, and he had quite an incredible life. And Francis saw that God appears in what is weak and fragile and rejected by many. He came to know this God of humble love. God loved him and embraced him, despite his own brokenness. To know God within oneself is a starting point for knowing God in others in their true being. So, that is kind of uh, the goal, I think, of understanding the Good Samaritan. It's not just this idea of good works and loving the enemy, but 
when we truly know God in the way that he interacts with us, then we have much more compassion and ability to see him in others, you know, to see that they are created in his image. And then it doesn't matter if they're our enemy in any way whatsoever, um, or that we think they might not be worth our time, care, effort, etc. Um, because God created this person and so they have worth in that alone. The Samaritan had no reason, I'm not sorry, not the Samaritan, the Jew had nothing in him that made the Samaritan take care of him. You know, the Samaritan wasn't thinking that he would get anything in return. The Samaritan had no connection to the beaten Jewish man at all, except for uh, that he had compassion on a fellow human being. Um, and this, this just reminded me as I was reading uh, about the men who passed him. You know, a certain priest came down the road and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. It reminded me of an unfortunately sad picture I saw last night. And this was, this was a real picture that was taken. It was two women women and a homeless man and there's a homeless man literally lying on the ground um, covered in a thin coat or blanket um, in front of a Chanel store and what are the women doing the one woman is standing in front of the Chanel store Posing, and the other one's taking a picture of her. They're not caring for the man on the ground, but simply taking their selfies in front of a very expensive store. And I suppose we don't know what happened before or after that picture, but the picture in itself depicts something similar to what was happening in the Good Samaritan story, where um, this man was just left ignored, passed by. And I think if we read scripture, that is something that uh, is very clearly just not okay in God's book, for lack of better words. Even Jesus frequently taught and did in his actions took care of people like Jewish. So, those are kind of my thoughts on the Good Samaritan, and I've been learning, I finished just finished a book on compassion, uh, kind of the compassion that we see in the life of St. Francis, but compassion just in general, too. Um, so I would recommend that book, Compassion, Living in the Spirit of St. Francis by Ilia Delio. Her first name is spelled I-L-I-A. Her last name is spelled D-E-L-I-O. So I would highly recommend that book. I'd highly recommend another read of the Good Samaritan or the surrounding chapters or just read through the Gospels and see how it is that Jesus ministered to people, who he ministered to. And if you'd like an awesome music to go along with this concept, I would recommend the song Who's That Man by Rich Mullins. Quite a fun little ditty um, written ditty, ballad, whatever you might call it, and 
the lyrics tell of people watching Jesus and going, who is this man who hangs out with the the prostitute or the poor? And he, this guy's just weird. It's essentially the concept of that song. But you also hear the person who's singing the song and going, who is this guy? He's just kind of a whack job. Um starting to recognize the beauty of Jesus's ministry throughout the song. So I'd highly recommend that song. I'd highly recommend this book. And of course, I always highly recommend a read through the Gospels to kind of see on your own. Just read through the Gospels and learn the life of Jesus and how he interacted. Uh, do that on your own, and then you can compare that to what people tell you about Jesus. Because often I find that they're not the same thing, or that one part of Jesus' life is really focused on. Anyways, that's kind of my tirade. I hope that some of that is helpful. I hope that that maybe opened up some thoughts for you. And if you have any responses to that, thoughts of your own, even criticisms or... Um, Oh, what's the word for it? De uh, debate around that topic or just your thoughts on the Good Samaritan in general. I would love to hear them. You can find uh, me on Instagram at Preparing for Future Valentine. Just a moment, please. Sorry, I was having a hard time finishing up there. My uh, children don't seem inclined to nap today and that's just fine. But uh, one of them had a question for me. Anyways, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the Good Samaritan, on the life of St. Francis, or on any of those things discussed in the podcast. You can find me. I'm preparing for future Valentine on Instagram. If you love this episode and would love to hear additional episodes, have access to extra content, and are passionate about caring for the needy as I am, I encourage you to check out my Patreon page. You can find it at www.patreon.com shereads. There are different levels at which you can help. $1 a month gets you early access to all my free episodes and could help plant three potato plants to feed the hungry. $5 a month gets you two book lists a month in addition to early access, as well as some additional read aloud podcasts and could buy a coat or shoes for a homeless person. $10 a month gives you access to all of my episodes, book lists, and more while helping a poor family afford hygiene products or allowing local gardeners to plant three extra rows of plants in their garden to give people in great need. Again, you can find that at www.patreon.com slash shereads. Thanks so much for listening today, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week.